A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, begambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Day, the record book. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Record Book Podcast from the Game Day Podcast Empire. Um, you know how to go and search for it. You know how to go and find it. Um, I've got some good news for you. Uh, very soon, we'll be returning when the football gets back in, in England, and we'll be returning to the original award-winning Record Book sort of format. In the meanwhile, I know you how much you've all enjoyed having yourself and Tom Rennie as your sole guides through the murkier backwaters of what's going on in world football. Um, and I'm very delighted to say that Tom is back with me again today. Hey, Tom. I don't think these morning recordings, I'm never going to be able to replace them in my week. I love them so much that I feel like we need to do our own thing now. This is what the record book is. All the production and ideas and research. Let's just bend it off and talk about the crowds in Taiwan. Oh, man, you're letting daylight in on magic. Of course, that's what the public want. That's what they're demanding. I mean, you saw the riots in London yesterday saying, keep the podcast the way it is. Do that's not what it's go for. back to the old ways. But I'm not for that. I say, if you're going to protest about this podcast, do it peaceably um, and get your point across. Um, how are you, Tom? Good? Good, man. Yeah, it's been a bit weird. Um, I'm going back into central London most days now to work. Um, in many ways, the lockdown's over. In many ways, it's still ongoing. So it's quite a strange situation to be in. And it's very strange leaving my house. And at the moment, I look a little bit like Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. I've got a real intricate <laughs> face mask. Uh, and it's even got those little air pockets on the side. So I, I kind of look like uh, Dustin Hoffman um, in the film Contagion. That's what I look like. Well, luckily, um, my sister, who lives nearby, um, has, but actually still managed to post them to me. She's a genius with her hands and has made face masks. I haven't got one to show you now, actually, because they're in another room. Um, she's made them out of Liberty pattern material. Um, so I'm, mine, mine are extraordinarily sophisticated looking. They Very sound less threatening than football. what I've got. Sorry? They sound less threatening than what I've got. Oh, yeah. No, no. My, my, mine look like I'm going to Woodstock. They're very good. Um, a, couple of, a couple of other things that have caused the pandemic. Yesterday, our kettle went. Disaster. One, we don't have a spare. Two, we don't live anywhere near where you could buy We don't live near enough to a place where you could uh, feasibly buy one. Oh. So this cup of tea I've got um, was made by boiling water in a saucepan. That's how far back we've got. Oh. Um, also, uh, the last time somebody went shopping, I was so bored. Um, I, I, don't, I said something that I haven't said for. Oh, what? Someone's just come into the room. Our producer come in with a clockwork orange uh, hoodie on. Very, very good. Very, very good for the, for the lockdown. I He's said, do, do me a favour, I said. Bring me a magazine. Um, and I didn't, I didn't specify which one. I thought I'd read a magazine for the first time in possibly 10 years. And now I know I live in rural Ireland, but is this a Mickey take? Do you think? 
Tractor and Machinery magazine. Tractor and Machinery with a front cover star, icons of four-wheel drive. I was about to ask you what 4WD was. I would not have got that if I was guessing yeah. for hours. Icons of four... Now, I, I say, I do live in the very depths of, 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 the, of the rural part of Ireland. She told me there was a great pile of these and virtually nothing else. Tractor have you read it? four-wheel drive, ladies and gentlemen. Did you read it? I, I haven't had a chance to start yet. I mean, it, it looks like it's pretty good stuff. And look, the, the, the small ads are just for machinery, combine harvesters, uh, hay turners, Tractors, very, very good indeed. Looking how much? To it. How much would a combine harvester set me back? Second hand. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a delivery or are you come to get it yourself? I'll come and get it. About man, thirty grand for a decent second hand combine oh. harvester. Yeah. 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 Them oh. boys. Them boys are expensive. Wow. Second hand oh, as well. Thirty grand. That's, that's yeah. ludicrous. Well, I to, look. Next time you're tucking in to your um, Donald Fun. Remember that the beat has to be cut somehow, and that's your combine harvester. You see, this is what footballers should be coming to training in now, because there's nothing more safe than a combine harvester. They're going to give you so much room, drive directly through the training field so you can avoid the traffic. Uh, and also, at the end of the day, you've got a nice, healthy load of grain to make some, I assume, gluten-free burgers from. And of course, and as, they, as you make your way to, towards the pedestrians, people will be reminded immediately of Eric Dyer's tacker on Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Now, McDonald's is one of the places you want to start this week, isn't it? Yeah, I do want to start with McDonald's um, because I personally, and this is just personal preference, I have taste buds. And so I don't go to McDonald's. I've never been to a McDonald's. I wouldn't eat McDonald's. I mean, except when super, super drunk and trying to get something to eat whilst waiting for the night bus in the embankment area around about five years ago. I don't think I would eat one. You know, I think it's repellent. Um, But that's fine. Personal preference and all that sort of stuff. But I don't get, now the lockdown obviously completely over, I don't get why the first thing that people are doing is driving straight through McDonald's. And this came into focus for me a couple of days ago reading the newspaper when Jamie Vardy and his lovely wife, Rebecca, were pictured driving to a local um, McDonald's drive through driving their £130,000 Bentley. Why that matters, I don't know. But that's what they, they were couldn't driving. couldn't afford a combine harvester. See, that's a lot of money for a combine harvester. That's four combine harvesters per Bentley. You know, no, you no, think about no, it that way, the, you might as well buy four combine harvesters. combine harvester. They're about the same price as a Bentley. Oh, I just think, they should, I just think this is real, we've got to start doing this. We could go into yeah. business selling the combine harvesters of the players. Who yeah. trains in a rural area? Southampton's training ground is quite rural. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just, I, just, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I don't get why footballers, elite athletes, surely with the most amazing kitchens and even socially distanced private chefs, are driving their cars out to get McDonald's drive through during this period. I don't get the appeal. They keep telling me they're never going to be fit for a full game. Oh, we're never going to have full match fitness by the time the football comes back in eight days. We need more time. We need more time. And they leave, stru- leave training. They go straight to the McDonald's drive through for a Big Mac. It reminded me of not one, two stories, Tom, to show the McDonald's football connection. Um, David Pitts, manager of Sheffield Wednesday, a long time ago, he imported two Yugoslav players uh, one of them called Kovacevic, I think, who went on to have a really good career, but not at Sheffield Wednesday. And the two players were doing terribly. They were doing terribly in training, doing terribly in, in, in game situations. And they were living together in Sheffield uh, with their families and uh, with their wives. And they, they couldn't get a tune out of them. And then one day he thought, I've got to do something about this. 
and he drove to the house in the uh, Alipia suburbs of Sheffield where they were living, knocked on the door and wandered through the door. And when he got in there, uh, the sight that befell, befell, befell his eyes was the kitchen was absolutely full of McDonald's cartons. And he then rang an interpreter and said, talk me through this, please. None of the four of them spoke a word of English. And so the only place they thought they could get anything to eat was to go to McDonald's and point at the menu. The reason they were doing so badly was that they were, they were literally living on McDonald's. Um, I mean, oh, another snacks are available, but uh, that's, that's the truth of it. They were Equally, living stone overweight, full blood. Their blood sugar must have been like 150%. They must have been through the roof. Oh, I, I know. I mean, you know, if, 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 they, if you've got the right kind of blood doping, as we know from other sports, it improves performance. I'm not so sure that from what you're talking about um, is it, going to work. Equally, um, Martin O'Neill once told me that when he was in a huge row with Steve Claridge, um, when they were at Leicester together, um, and Claridge was a bit of an oddball, wasn't he? Um, probably footballer at times. Um, they had a huge row, which went, went from the dressing room into the offices at Filbert Street, which was the old Leicester ground, into the car park, where Steve Claridge's old banger was parked. And for the first time, you might say, I, you know, I had a car park around the other side for the, for the management. The first time I saw Steve Claridge's car close up, there was a seat for the driver. And the other three seats of the car were completely filled with all copies of the Racing Post and McDonald's cartons. <laughs> Steve's car, Steve's car was a kind of mobile rubbish bin um, in which his in which his post training routine of of going to the betting shop and eating at McDonald's had been revealed to the manager. So you don't. So, you, so, I want to say they don't make him like that anymore. But then you go to any McDonald's drive-through in the UK right now, and you will see a professional footballer ordering. Oh, that, that's, that, that's the, on, the, on the way to the socially distant train. That's exactly it. It's spot on. It's, it's like when they open like chip shops and chicken huts and chicken cottages outside of schools to try and draw in the students. They're going to start opening McDonald's drive throughs directly outside training, uh, training uh, academies and places uh, in order to make sure they get all that sweet footballer money. 700 oh. chicken nuggets, please. That's just Eric Dyer's order. You, do, you, you uh, just, uh, it took me many, many years to realise... Well, I used to live in Islington. It's very posh, and, and every uh, all the restaurants are really, really posh. Except there was a Arkansas chicken. I'm not sure which state you represented. You know, it wasn't the, it wasn't it wasn't Kentucky. It was Arkansas or possibly Tennessee. I'm not sure. And I thought, how the hell does this bloke stay open? But that's because at that time um, I was doing a, a, a late show on the radio. I didn't get up most days till mid afternoon, right? Um, having stayed up all night playing Championship Manager. It's only one day I got up and it was lunchtime and a queue from the local sixth form college out the door of Arkansas stroke um, Nebraska chicken was incredible. And, and I've noted out then, as you said, that they, these were set up um, like the sort of outdoor burger shops outside football clubs, you know. The, the Making a fortune. RFC um, Chicken, Romford Town Centre. You can get six wings and chips, which all the kids at the Royal Liberty School close by are doing. One pound fifty in twenty twenty. Amazing. Yeah, and you get Junior Special. What's Junior Special? What would you have? Ah, I was just testing the two of you. You're both. Hmm, I don't know. It must have been ten years ago, which means it was probably fifteen years ago. Um, there was a little kid on YouTube who. Oh um, yeah, little, the chicken raptor, cottage yeah, kid. Junior yeah. Special. Oh, yeah. That was cool, but I remember that. It was beautiful, wasn't it? He would and review the chicken special. shops. And, and, and the, 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 rhyme, the rhyme was um, ketchup 20p extra. It was a fantastic record. I, I remember it. Yeah. 
Um, are we going to talk about any of the football? Because it is, of course, on its way back. Uh, it is. And I've got to tell you, uh, as you know, I've been working on the Bundesliga of the last few weeks. Um, and they've been providing uh, the fake crowd effects, which, as I mentioned to you in a previous show, they're very well done. And I think it's been reasonably cool that they've tried to do it. And for some people who don't understand the concept of, you know, just watching the game, I understand why they need it. They need the theatre. They need the fans. And I think we've learned that all those fans that think they make a difference in games, they don't. Uh, they don't make any difference at all to the game itself. Um, on, on the contrary, that's, it. that's precisely, exactly, and diametrically wrong, isn't it? Because the away teams are winning all the matches. So they do um, make a huge difference. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that, well, I'm sorry. Just, I, I know you're it's not been sure. A, it's been a little bit anomalous in the last few weeks. All I've got in my favour are the facts and statistics. Yeah, but you can prove anything with facts, can't you? I've got gut feeling, and that, as you know, that ah, wins things yeah. in 2020, right? You, you should go into politics, my friend. But the reason this annoys me is that, like, the game's the game, and I love the sound. Uh, I've really enjoyed the sound of the shouting between the, the players, hearing the coaches barking out instructions. Uh, the German experts have told me the various phrases in German to look out for, so you know when they're saying, like, play up, or you're rubbish, or mark him, that sort of stuff. Uh, the sheer volume of swearing from players. I love the sound of the ball being kicked around because it really helps, certainly on radio. I love this. You can always hear when the ball's moving around. Uh, I love the sound of the net rustling, the post being struck, all that sort of stuff. Um, but they're putting crowd noise on. And we found out this week that the Football Association, the Premier League, and all the various football associations around the world, the DFB in Germany, for example, have actually been working with EA Sports, who famously make FIFA. And it's them that have provided the fake crowds and the fake goal noise and all that sort of stuff to make it sound real. Um, and I, I got into a bit of a spat with a few people on Twitter yesterday, as, you, as one does, because I was like, I do not like this, but if you like it, that's fine. And people, you know, do what they do, call you an idiot, that sort of thing. And I thought, and like Danny Higginbotham was saying, well, turn it off then. I'm thinking, oh, I'll turn it off then, Danny. Don't have a go at me. I will. I'm just telling you, I think it's rubbish, you know. Um, mm. And he loves it, and Gary Lineker loves it, and everyone loves it. Isn't it great? And I'm thinking, but the key narrative right now about football is the fact there is no crowd. Yeah. And so... We're just making this fake It's a denial of reality, people. isn't it? Yeah. I just, I don't get it. And added to that, in La Liga, when that comes back, they're not only going to give you the fake crowd, I assume as an option, they're also going to give you fake crowd avatars. And so they're going to create a fake FIFA crowd, which is like six characters repeated over and over yeah. and over again to make a full crowd, like they famously did in the movie Gladiator when they got six real people then replicated them over and over again to fill the Colosseum. They're going to be doing that actually in La Liga games for those watching on TV. So your experience I, on TV is more Black Mirror than actual football. And can I tell you that, uh, A, um, it's good that people are thinking outside the box, even if some of the ideas are a bit crap. But let me tell you what else. Um, sometime in the next 24, 24 months, next two years, fake noise, as you've been talking about there, will replace the actual crowds in real football matches when we're back in the stadiums. It's obvious because the number of times Sky say, and we apologise there if you heard, uh -huh. ooh, you're so on, um, this is much easier to manage. I, I'd be amazed at, at television companies didn't start thinking, oh, this is much better than a load of people uh, chanting about Mrs. X and Mrs. Y. Um, we are edging towards an era where they don't need the crowd. I think this is a great opportunity for everyone to go, we could clean this right up here. And if you ever watch a game, uh, certainly at Anfield, uh, I think Ellen Road has quite a bad problem with this as well. There's some effects mics right by some real sweary people. Mm. And when you're doing the game and the effects are great and you can hear the crowd, suddenly they completely disappear for a period of time. And it just sounds awful. 
and the TV companies don't want the swearing. You're never going to sanitize society. I don't think you're absolutely right. I think you're at a time now where even if the crowds are let back in, you won't hear that crowd. And you know what as well? There's something that Sky are doing, I uh, read this week, that they're going to allow fans who are watching at home to vote online in some way as to which club songs you should be able to hear at certain points. And so if Liverpool take on Everton and we're at 51% Liverpool, you'll hear you'll never walk alone. And that'll be weird because you only normally hear that in the 92nd minute when they're winning a game, but you'll probably hear it midway through oh. and you're freaked out. And this is, that's another thin end of another wedge, awful lot of wedges going around just now. Um, the, the preposterous fiasco of announcing man of the match at every ground from Nottingham Pork Butchers up to Barcelona. And it's always the favourite per- person of the, of the home chairman who wins, who wins it. Um, I've been saying for years and years and years, why is it this done? This isn't a vote on a phone, um, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so that uh, Serge Aurier can win the award. Um, what, but now they've revealed that they can do all this. I think you'll get a lot more fan voting. I think for a start, with with in the current when we come back to the nine games with five substitutes, one of those should be fan voted for. Yeah, very nice. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many of them. What difference is one going to make? You must you must bring on Harry Winks. So you must bring on, in your case, uh, Arthur Masuako. Um, <laughs> get him on. Let's have him on now. I love everything about that. I'm into it. I'm, 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 I don't like the, the fake crowd uh, voting, but I love the fact that if I really wanted to make it happen, just for a laugh, I can bring Jack Wilshere on. Just for, I can make him play football and earn his 100 grand a week this week. I would do it in every game, even if he's out injured. I would get him to drive in from his house to play five minutes because I voted for it, and that's what I get. That's my right for also, paying my ticket price. indirectly, you're paying his wages. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. There's a lot more to those 90 minutes than what goes down on the pitch. With the latest odds, form guides and expert opinions, you'll know the score with Ladbrokes. Odds update on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Um, let me just, uh, so the, the gimmicks thing is, is you know, we're, we're agreed that it's okay to try things, but they're probably going down some very, very strange routes. Um, let me just say, this we're talking about television, um, coming up very soon is a TV series I want to draw your attention to. Um, I've had pre-sight of it because my, uh, my better half is reviewing it for one of the posh papers. Um, it's called El Presidente. 
and it's a Latin American series about the corruption in FIFA. Now that may sound like it's documentary, it's not. And it's a much better because it's a drama. They have got people playing all the usual suspects up to including Blatter. Um, and it's, it's I've only, you only let me see the first episode. Um, and those of you who are fans of Narcos, it's right out of that school. Uh, darkly lit rooms with South American people speaking to each other very threateningly. An edge of comedy about it as well. Oddly enough, for supporters of Leeds United and you know fans of English football, the central character, when the whole thing starts, and it ends up, of course, with everybody in jail. We all know that. Um, and the World Cup in Qatar. We know what the end result of all this is. It starts out with Marcelo Bielsa. Um, very quickly, of course, Bielsa was manager of Chile's great team X numbers of years ago. So much so, remember he was playing, he won the South American Championship with Alexis Sanchez up front on his own and three tiny midfielders playing at centre-back. Um, but it relied on work rate, just as Leeds' team does now, astonishing work rates. Bielsa becomes so popular in Chile that he is a threat to even the government um, because he's just the most popular man in the country. So they decide they're going to bring him down from inside the Chilean FA. And the techniques they use to manipulate everything gradually spread out through South America. And then people start thinking, well, we've made a few bob out of this. Surely we could start fixing the World Cup. And so it goes. So I recommend to you, El Presidente, I think it's out very, very soon indeed on one of these platforms. Or other. We'll, we'll, next week I'll report back about exactly where it's. I think it's dropping, as they say in that industry, anytime in the next few days. But El Presidente, a bit of the thick of it. There's an awful lot of South American swearing, which I'm uh, looking for. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning. Um, and as I say, um, if you enjoyed Narcos, then I think this is going to be right up your street. They are and another great example of listening to the swearing, isn't it? Listening to the swearing, because when you're watching La Liga now, you're going to hear nothing but South American swearing. So get yourself yeah. ready for this this drama by watching yeah. La Liga first weekend. You'll know all the swear words instantaneously. Now I wonder if Mario Balotelli is going to end up at Leeds. Oh, my word. A Balotelli story. It's like going back to the good old days, this. Uh, Serie A is coming back, but Mario Balotelli is not. Uh, Brescia have cancelled his contract because the striker refused to turn up to training ahead of Serie A's restart this month. He's got a three-year contract. It's his hometown club. Um, he's beloved by the people, but hated by another Leeds link, Massimo Cellino, who is the president of that club. And apparently... He's uh, said that it's a consensual termination um, that was offered to Balotelli, which he then refused and said, my lawyer will negotiate my exit, which I think is great. Yeah. The phrase consensual termination is pure El Presidente, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Termination. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Lots of muttering in South America. Consensual termination. <laughs> Oh, it's it's too good. It's I mean Mario. Let's be fair. Um, if you had uh, Mario Balotelli, top three things: one, setting your bathroom on fire in your own house; yeah. two, the bed would be matte-coloured uh, camouflage paint job; and number one, obviously, the massive chicken hat. Oh, now, yeah. the the uh, genius sister who makes the pandemic mask for me uh, also knitted me, and she knew I was obsessed with it—an exact replica. Mario Balotelli's big chicken hat. I used to wear it to broadcast it about three or four years ago. Unfortunately, it's not in this premises. Oh. My bolt hole in London. Otherwise, I'd be wearing them. I'll tell you what, when we get back and uh, we start doing this, I'll wear the Mario, Mario Balotelli massive chicken hat um, in for a broadcast. What a guy. What a lousy football person he is to have around the place, I'm afraid. 
I mean, I feel as if we need to get back to Danny Kelly's hats. That should be a key aspect yes. of this podcast moving forward. Well, I got, dis- I got distracted. I got distracted by tractor and, <laughs> tractor and machinery weekly, didn't I? When I first saw that, Icons of 4WD, I actually thought yeah. it was Icons of Weapons of Mass Destruction. It was a very confusing magazine. I'm not sure what you would put in a combine <laughs> harvester to make it such. Maybe it's Iraqi combine harvesters. I'm not sure. Um. I don't know. Uh, Jeremy, our producer, is Irish, um, and I don't know. If Where he, are we going uh, now? But he lives. But he, yeah. But he lives in the uh, in the in the in the city in, in Dublin. Um, I say the city because it is the, the literally the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know, but but the reason why this magazine is so popular is that it's not buying old. It's not buying common houses to use. Tractor restoration, and this this makes me sound. This makes people sound like hicks. They're not. Of course not. He, Jeremy knows what I'm going to say next. Tractor restoration is enormous around here. The 1970s tractors, so whenever you've got a reason to have a parade, let's say your local hurling team or football team has won a trophy, there'll be a parade through the local village or town. It will always be attended by 30 or 40 beautiful 1950s, 60s, 70s tractors. Um, I've got to stop. I'm, we're running out of time. And you don't want to hear more about tractors. I'll just say my cousin John Joe's 1974 Ferguson. It's grey. And man, it just smells of the past. It's beautiful. I have almost nothing to... I mean, for the first time in the entire history of the recording of this programme, I have no comment on this entire... Well, I'll, 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 I'll bring this to an end then by saying that, uh, well, combine harvesters are going to be more cheap after the pandemic because people have less money to spend. Footballers are not. Um, we've been talking all the time. What changes? What changes will the global disease bring about in the game? <laughs> oh, definitely. The transfer market will collapse. The first two transfers to go through since the easing of the lockdown are Mauro Cardi and Timo Werner to uh, to uh, PSG and Chelsea, respectively, both north of 50 million of your euros. Um, it's a joke. It's hilarious. We got no money. Got put a people on furlough. I borrowed 175 million pounds for the Bank of England. 50 million quid for Mauro Icardi, who comes with the ready-made female Balotelli in the form of his wife, Wanderley, or whatever she's called. Uh, um, Wanda Ricarda is worth, is worth um, double that money. She's going to be headlines for the next two years for us. God bless her and all who sail in her. Listen, it's been fantastic uh, doing this with you, Tom, again. Let's do it again next week. And then the week after that, we're back to the original podcast. But nobody really wants that. Just look at those crowds in Whitehall saying, no, keep it as it is. To all of you, thank you very much for listening. I've been really enjoying this morning. It's been a belting one for a whole lot of stuff. And remember, it is the record day, the record book podcast from Why? the game day. Why? Empire. I know, I know, I know. Um, and thank you very much for joining us. Come back again next uh, Sunday, and by which time I may, I may not, I can't afford to come by an answer, but I might buy a sit on mower just to try it out. See you all then. Thank you very much to Tom Rennie as well. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrooks. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 